Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I'm going to talk about how to level up your energy this holiday season with three simple tips. It's basically going to be your holiday energy pep talk. Let's go. There are a lot of things coming our way. Whether you realize it or not soon, you're going to be sucked into that vortex of the holidays. And sometimes it just shoots us out on the other side and we feel more confused than ever. But what if we use this time that's happening to us anyways, whether we like it or not, to actually, with awareness and mindfulness, level up our our energy, level up ourselves spiritually. So I'm going to talk about that specifically, how to do that. But first... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Many times in my own life, I am wondering, am I handling this right? Is there a better way to deal with this? And I just want somebody to kind of give me feedback about it. Well, unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working for you, it is normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Better help has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. So when I am in those cycle of, of questions and emotions, I do call my BetterHelp therapist for professional help. And she's great. She helps me to learn some coping skills. And I feel more self-empowered after. And I, and I just feel reassured. So as the world's, largest therapy service. BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endlessly searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp dot com slash kya that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash k-y-a and now let's get into that holiday energy pep talk today i'm going to talk about three ways to use this holiday season to level up your game energetically this is a concentrated time fast approaching us of events and opportunities to create boundaries and confrontation and tough relationships and also a lot of reflection and comparison. So it's the holiday season isn't always pleasant. Even if you have the best holiday season ever, I bet you anything you had some low points too. So we're going to use this concentrated time to level up our game energetically. So let's talk about it. But first, What I'm about to say today is really going to bother your empath egos. And if you've been following me for a while, you know what I'm talking about. What do I mean by your empath ego? Well, really quick, because it's very important for you to understand. We all have an ego. It is the human part of us, which likes us to stay the same. And we don't necessarily do what's good for us. We do what is normal for us. And that's the ego working. We love our ego. Okay. It keeps you safe. But the ego sees everything as a threat to your safety, including doing something differently 
that even could perhaps be better for you. That's just how the ego works. And it's, it's amazing the things that we normalize because our ego tells us that's the way it should be and, and how that keeps us from changing it up on ourselves by making us feel like we're bad or wrong or unsafe if we do so. When we think of the word ego, we automatically think, think, oh, you know, that's a self-important person. I always say like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, somebody on a power trip or somebody who thinks they're acting better than their station or someone who's larger than life, that they're gorgeous, that the sun revolves around them, that they're somehow the star of the show. Well, that is how the ego works in some people. That's for sure. But a lot of you, probably most of you listening, it works in a different way, a sneakier way where it's, 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 it works differently. Um, empath egos are the egos of the ones of us who are more like healers, givers, invisible caretakers. It increases our self-importance too by way of making us feel less important. Less important in terms of who we are to the people around us, that we're not that critical or crucial or deserving, but it also does something really funny, which if you can put your finger on this in your life, it's, it's, it's a game changer because what it does is it makes you feel your ego, your empath ego will make you feel like you have to be the solution for every flipping problem around you. And that is some sort of feeling of self-importance. And that's what the ego does to you. Well, those two are having a fight. You better fix it. Or that's an awkward conversation. You better enter it. Or so-and-so is not talking to so-and-so. You better mend that relationship. Like, no. Okay, that's your empath ego. That's causing you, like, a lot of problems. Or it can make you also do the whole, oh, I'll just have the thing at my house. That's fine. Or I'll just spend the money I don't have. That's okay. Or I'll just cancel my plans because yours are more important. That thing too. So it makes you hurt yourself and make yourself less invi- less visible for the sake of feeling like a better person as well. Because there's something with your ego like, hey, if you don't if you don't do that, if you don't self-sacrifice in this way, you're bad. Oh, I better do it cuz I don't want to feel bad. So that's the empath ego. And and the thought of just doing something for us or protecting our own energy or saying no or putting up boundaries or simply just not doing something the way you've always done it because you would upset a balance of established perception of yourself, that's all the workings of the empath ego. And the reason why it affects you possibly this way is because you probably have a blue, indigo, purple, or turquoise aura, and you can just... And if you, especially if when you lead with that aura color, you can pick up the feelings, thoughts, and judgments of others and of society, and you don't separate that from reality or truth. So other people's thoughts become your reality, and and you outsource your self-worth to how you've just pleased everybody. So, so we're going to work on that, because what I'm about to say is going to bother that empath ego, and here it is. This year, your energy is the gift. You are going to gift yourself your own energy, and you're going to be mindful of where you gift it to others. What is your energy? (laughs) You weren't born here to be just a servant to other people's wants and needs. 
just because you have possibly, you know, just you're a compassionate healer of a person. You're just one of those people that likes to see others happy. It doesn't mean you put that in places where it's not received well. If you have energy and you put it into giving or into helping others, it has to be a context in which it's appreciated and which it's useful and which it's paid forward in some way, not into cyclical drama or places where people just expect you to because they don't have their own coping mechanisms. You don't want to pour your energy down the drain. Energy likes to be recycled. (laughs) You give it to someone else. They give it to someone else. They give it to someone else. It's like that's the way energy multiplies. It just feels better that way. It's like when you give to a place or a person and you know you made a difference. It's not about getting a thank you or anything. It's just like, oh, I know I did something there versus giving it to a toxic situation. There's a difference in how that feels after. The more you pay attention to it, the more you'll notice that difference. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So it's not going to be this season about your selfless ability to show up and please others or your ability to show, you know, show up a fam- at a family gathering and take abuse or your skills with being like the therapist for each and every person who just texts you randomly, you are going to gift your energy mindfully. And this will be a gift to you and your energy because it's going to be more thoughtfully placed. And when you place your energy more thoughtfully, that's a gift to others because the people that actually need it and are going to use it in a way that is recycled and feels good, they'll get the best they'll get the best pieces of you and that's really that's important the more you take care of yourself the more you can take care of the people that deserve it you weren't put here just to pour all your energy down a drain you have a really precious resource in your energy and it's not selfish to protect it and to level it up it's actually what you're supposed to be doing. And when I feel the energy on the other side and readings and whatnot, which is funny because listen, like I've said this a million times, like I'm a person and I'm not perfect. And man, I talk about this stuff because I know this stuff personally. (laughs) I know exactly. I'm working on it too. But what's, what's great about the perspective I get to get, which I'm so fortunate to feel in a reading is the other side and your spirit guides and your angels and that, which is greater than us. And, and they're like, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is, you know, your, your sister or like, I don't know, this friend or this gathering, they're like, that's a waste of energy. Actually walk away from it because 
you're meaner putting your energy it's more frowned upon putting your energy in a place that it's not used it's kind of like wasting food you know like would you waste don't you you know that awful feeling when you waste food it's like oh what a waste that's what the universe sees like it feels like when you waste your energy on something like oh god what a waste sometimes i watch those this is like i feel like okay i don't know i got this metaphor and i'm going with it here we go they have those um holiday baking championships but the ones not not the cool ones with all the pies and stuff i like those but the ones where they're like oh we're making a christmas you know santa's workshop scene out of and they just like start carving sugar and it's just like cake and nobody's ever going to eat it they they make it's really gross you know it's like fondant nobody's going to eat and stuff like that and they sculpt it and my daughter and i had to stop watching it because we were like oh such a waste of food man it's such a waste <laughs> like it really bothered us it was such a waste anyways that's what the universe feels like when you're wasting your energy on situations uh and people that like really don't deserve it so anyways think about it that way so bottom line this year we're going to check our contexts for where we are giving of our energy are we giving it to places where it's like shouting into a vast void, unheard and unused and wasted, are we going to switch it up and gift it to a context which makes a difference? Okay, so what is the best context for gifting others our energy this holiday season? This year for the holiday season, we're going to make this a practice. I'm going to talk about three things we're going to do now. And perhaps by honoring ourselves in this concentrated time of forced feelings of have-tos and obligations, we can make a ripple effect for the upcoming new year. Number one, money. Money is not money. It's energy. You used up energy to create it. That was time in your life you exchanged in order to have it. And all money is, is this ability to like transfer it elsewhere. Money is just about, it's kind of like the puppet strings on energy. So stop wasting it on things that aren't giving you joy. And this is really hard. And I know it's been really hard by the way, for a lot of people this year. And not everyone is going to automatically assume if you aren't in the same place financially that you were last year. So what do we do if we just don't have money this season? Or we just don't want to feel strapped like we did last season? What do we do? We keep getting invited to gift exchanges or to chip in for this or that or do this holiday party or make the big party at your house or give the same caliber of gifts to friends and family. can be very difficult, especially when your empath ego Make sure you're perceived the exact same way as you always are. Be invisible, empath ego. Don't make a rip. Don't let anybody talk about you. You don't want anybody to chitter-chatter behind your back. Oh, she broke, you know, or, or anything. So you better just do exactly what you did so you're not looked at differently. And then you can feel really shameful. Like, am I a bad person because I just don't have the money? Am I a bad person? Oh my gosh, I should have saved more. You know, all that piles on you. And so a lot of us will do one of two things if we can't cut it during the holiday season financially. One, we'll just spend it even if we don't have it. Or two, we'll remove ourselves from the fun. That's what I see people doing. I used to do number two. (laughs) I used to do just, oh, never mind. And then I'm like, terrible. You know, self-sabotage myself with relationships and stuff just because I'd rather that than be seen as poor. 
but I didn't grow up with a lot of money. So that was my coping mechanism. So I, I had to work on that. Anyways, spending, let's talk about the first one, spending what you don't have in order to appease others and uphold an image that you don't feel their judgments upon you or their pity or their emotions. It's not, it's not helping you. I know it's not. It tells the universe that you continue to sacrifice your time, your life, your, your precious energy simply because you fear emotional retribution. Like it says that other people's perspectives of you and and your ego's perspectives of you, which you value those as your self-worth, are more important than your actual self-care, your time, and your precious energy wasted. I mean, you're basically telling the universe, my feelings about myself via what I pick up from other people is more important than my own self-health and care. Because at the end of the day, they're just feelings. So I'm not saying those are going anywhere. Like you might feel kind of crummy if you can't spend this year what you did last year. You might feel like, oh God, they're thinking about me. Oh my God, they're talking about me. But you know what? Out of the two and over time, this makes more sense kind of down the line. You get feeling more secure in your bank account and more secure with the year ahead and not having like the high credit card bills and stuff like that. It That's better. It's better to have the feelings than the actual consequences of, of doing it. Secondly, let's say you remove yourself from the fun, ghost the holidays or things like you actually enjoy. It means you're telling the universe that you weren't, that you aren't worth others understanding and compassion. And also something that you don't want to feel their pity, which I get. It's okay if you just say like, hey, friends, can we just do an experience together this year instead of an exchange? Or like, hey, I'm not really in a position to participate in that this year monetarily. Is there something else I can do? Or, or you know, can we figure something else out? Or like, let's say you've, every year you're hosting something. You just don't have the money to buy all the food. Like, can we make it a potluck? <laughs> I mean, now you're saying it's okay for other people in my life to make arrangements for me. And think about it. If somebody was like that in your life that you loved, you would be so grateful and and of co- and totally understanding and you'd love to make different arrangements to accommodate them. So think about it that way too. Like other people want give them a chance, you know? Other people want they they can they can move, they can be flexible. And if they can't, that's a red flag. It's really hard when you can't give the same amount under the tree or you feel you can't do what you did last year. And it's really easy to start making (laughs) assumptions about your own self-worth. But listen, again, your energy is the gift. It's okay to sit down with yourself and your budget, a budget which does not make you hurt later, because that's a whole other thing you're doing to yourself if you're going and in, you know, and having debt after the holidays, it's going to make you feel awful. And it's a terrible message for the new year for yourself and mindfully become aware of what you can spend without feeling stressed later. And you're, you're allowed to make changes. You really are. And here's the thing. Let's spin it. You know, um, there are other ways to give gifts to people and your time is the most precious of gifts. It really is. And I know that's corny, but it's true. And Use this holiday season as an opportunity to express yourself the way that you can, lovingly and kindly. You're not asking for pity. You're just saying, hey, I can't do that. Is there, you know, other alternatives? 
just being upfront and seeing how people react. And at the end of the day, if they don't react positively, that's kind of on them. You know, and again, there, there are a lot of times when we don't let people be compassionate to us too. And I'm going to tell you one thing is, and this is what I had to learn. It's better to show up, show up as you are, even if you don't feel it's your best this year, than not show up at all for the people that you love. Sometimes just showing up anyhow, even though you're going to feel all their kind of like, she okay? Like that stuff. And, and taking that hit to your ego, that, that's gift. That's like a good hurt. That's like a good pain because you just told the universe that your feelings don't control you, that your, that your self-worth is not going to be taken from other people's judgments, thoughts, or opinions about you. That you aren't going to be controlled by that anymore. And that's such a gift to yourself. And honestly, people appreciate that. The right people appreciate that. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, number two. Oh, this is a big one. I'm going to call it don't own it. Don't own it. I say this to myself a <laughs> hundred million times a day whenever I'm in like a social situation. Don't own it. Don't own it. Less now than I used to, but this used to be, this is a, okay, you're going to, let me explain. Do you ever feel responsible for the conversations around you? Do you ever like avoid conversations around you simply because of that? If you feel something going wrong or like people are being awkward or people misunderstanding each other or even feeling their tension, do you own it? Do you try to fix it? <laughs> I used to. This holiday season, you're going to notice this. <laughs> you're just going to end it. And I get many of us, again, myself included, we're so able to feel others' feelings as our own. We want to control the vibes around us so that we don't feel the off feelings of people around us. It is annoying to feel the awkwardness of people around us. That is true. I mean, it, it like oh, the heebie jeebies, just the awkwardness, like just the, oh, so awful. And, and we jump over that, that, oh my God, I'm feeling awkward. And we, our egos skip that reasoning instead give us this like false agreement that for some reason we were destined in life to become the superheroes of saving conversations. Like, until I realized I was, oh my gosh, wait a second. I'm actually picking up other people's feelings and it's so upsetting to me and annoying that I'm jumping in to alleviate them so that I don't have to feel that way anymore. Like, whoa, that's really screwed up. <laughs> you know. And I was like, okay, don't do that anymore. And the peace I feel now still feel awkward vibes. I do, but the peace. Um, <laughs> I was at an event with another indigo and she knows she's an indigo. And at this event, there was tension. <laughs> I won't tell you, like, I don't want to tell a lot of details because it's my actual life. But at this event, there was, uh, I guess the, <laughs> this is so funny. All right. The people running it, the people who the event was in honor of, all right. They're the mom, like the, the grandma 
was just not showing up to her parts in the ceremonies and stuff. She was late. She came late. She missed a bunch of it. Like she wasn't, she wasn't uh, doing all the things she was supposed to be doing. She wasn't, she was just in her own world. And my friend and I were sitting, you know, she's doing these big halls, watching the ceremony happen. And we're just like, oh my God, this is so awkward. <laughs> like, oh, this is so awful. Oh, like, and I'm sure you've been in these situations where it's not your party and you're just, you're just there, you know, you're just there eating a butter roll and you're just supposed to be watching it. And old me would have been like, oh my God, I better, I should go talk to the mom or I should talk to the grandma. I should figure this out. I should help them. And then like new, now I'm just like, no, I just eat my butter roll. And we were just sitting there, but we felt it. And you, that's the thing. You're going to feel it, but you aren't in charge of it. You don't have to do that. If people start arguing about politics at the at the dinner table this holiday season, or you notice that someone's feeling silently victimized by some sort of altered sweet potato casserole recipe, or if someone's sitting there and you know they didn't get the gift they wanted. I mean, just because you notice it, just because you feel it, doesn't mean you are the person responsible for fixing it. So give yourself that grace and and be mindful about it and sit in your realization that you're just absorbing all of it. In fact, there are many times in your life this probably comes up in relationships with everyone you know, work, strangers. I mean, it's exhausting. And the holidays provide such an abundant opportunity to notice this and mindfully step away from it. So you'll have lots of opportunities to notice yourself doing this. So you can say, don't own it. Don't own it. So what do you do? You don't want to witness people miscommunicating in front of you or you feel bad for the perpetually sad person in the corner who always needs you to sit and talk to just them the whole time instead of socialize the way you'd like. I mean, there's so many scenarios here. You notice your need to do whatever it is you feel the need to do. You're going to feel that. But instead of jumping into action, check yourself. Be like, ooh, okay. And go into these things understanding that you're going to feel something first. And in the past, perhaps you would just jump mindlessly into action, into superhero mode, like the vibe control police. Now you're just going to notice your inclination. Instead, you'll feel that pull. I always get like a tummy ache or just it feels like, oh, like I just want to crawl out of my skin or whatever. You'll feel an intense need to say something or stop what you're doing and and go handhold someone else or fix something or be the energy translator for two epically different personalities. I mean, you'll feel that. And instead, just take a second and ask yourself, hey, why do I feel the need to do this? What am I getting from this situation? Do a little energy read. Like, what's going on? What's this really about? What am I feeling here? Are there other ways I can manage this? Is this something I actually want to do? And tell yourself, don't own it. I mean, and the other thing is like, Sometimes we have to do it anyways, for whatever reason, at least know that you're doing it. Like, oh, I felt them awkward and I went and I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. They don't know where to put their coat. They're just holding it. I'm just going to go grab it. You know, there's some things that are worse than others, but that's it. Um, yeah. So, you know, the awkwardness and oddness of just walking away too, especially if it's toxic or something you just don't want to get involved in. You have that right, and you get to do that. Other people do it all the time, and nobody blanks at them. You don't have to be the upholder of the holiday vibe. That is not your self-worth. I absolve you from that task this holiday season because it's taken you away from your own happiness and your own experiences, and that's how we're going to level up energetically. Um, and it's a beautiful gift to give yourself and others too, because honestly, fixing their vibe means that they never get the opportunity to do so for themselves. 
And that's their valuable lesson they really need to learn. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And finally, third way you're going to level up your energy this holiday season is you're going to make your own meaning. Very easy to borrow the meaning of this holiday season, whatever it is you celebrate or don't from other people. That is not experiencing the holiday for you in the same way. Whatever it is in which you connect with this holiday season, whichever faith or denomination you belong to, or even if you simply like to feel the collective celebration of the season or the peace of the winter solstice, it's really important that you take a moment and connect with what's meaningful to you. Like what, where is, where is that magic inside of you? Where's the connection within? And a lot of us empath auras end up borrowing our joy. We borrow joy. Again, when you can feel other people's feelings as yourself, it's not always bad. You can feel the good stuff too. But we don't want to outsource our happiness, right? We want to have a constant supply that we, that we make ourselves. And a lot of us in the holiday season, we end up borrowing our joy. We take it from our kids. You know, of course we take it from the kids, um, from being traditional or doing traditions, even from knowing, oh, I you know, I made the cookies this year. I did it. I should have done. I'm a good mom. I did it. You know, whatever, whatever that is. Um, you get, you can borrow joy from scratching off your to-do list activities or feeling like a good person in society or just from pleasing others. But what can you do that's just between you and that which is greater than you, that peaceful center inside of you, which can easily get covered up by noise and nonsense by this 3d world telling you to, that the only way to have holiday magic is to spend a ton of money and be in a lot of situations that maybe you don't want to be in. What can you do to connect with yourself, self and spirit, which is within you for me it's always been really important for me to make my own holiday traditions, but honestly, sometimes I like to set, I'm going to do it this year because I just past couple of years I've been doing this and I don't know, it's, this is what I do. So you can do it too, if you want. I set a spiritual goal and I stick to it. Like between me and my higher power, whatever you want to call your higher power, between me and that. Um, and my suggestion for you is to commit yourself and this is what I do for, to a series of meditation days. You don't have to go crazy. Um, you do six days or 10 days or 12 days or 21 days. There are a lot of different meditation programs out there and they're free on YouTube and they're very helpful. So, so just do that. And I don't like to meditate. I'm not good at meditating. I don't like it. Just, then just lay there and just, and just list what you're grateful for. Just relax. That's all you have to do. But you can create your own traditions too. And you can do something totally different this year that you replace with something that you became really exhausted by or it's not meaningful to you anymore. Because after considering the first two things, like the whole money and the don't own it thing, you might you might have some time and opportunities. You might have a weekend or two available now for yourself and what you want to do. Um, so because it's okay to change things up and it's okay to renew yourself 
and it's okay to level up energetically. So this was my energy pep talk for this holiday season. Remember, you are the gift. Your energy is precious. It is yours. It's such a beautiful thing which was given to you to do good things with, good things for yourself, and you need to protect it always. This upcoming holiday time is just a great opportunity to do some intense mindful protection of it. And you don't have to be perfect. And any places where you feel the slip up, just be like, oh, I got to work on that. That that one still has a hold on me. I'm going to work on that one. And that's wonderful insight for you. And because this particular episode is airing on Thanksgiving, if you're listening in the U.S., it's Thanksgiving, I want to send out my gratitude to each and every one of you. I take my energy and, of course, I give it to my family and my practice, but I also give it to each and every one of you. I feel you when I do these these little talks. I feel each and every one of you. I'm so appreciative of you. And I want you to know you are really, really worthy. And I really hope you know that. I really hope you know that. And I am sending you such a big hug right now. And I really hope you feel it. I love you so much. And you have such an ability within you. And I do readings. Gosh, I really get to feel. I get to feel how worthy you are. How amazing. Every single person. Really, truly, there's a nugget of that in every single one of you. You have every right to find your own peace and connection, and you are allowed to make changes in your life to get that. And I thank you for being you. This podcast is for you and about you, and I'm so glad you spent some time with me today. 